0: Oh shit! Hey everyone, my name is Lexi, and thanks for tuning into My Dad's Liquor Cabinet. Um, with this being my first episode ever recording on, obviously ever on a podcast, I thought today we would talk about all of our firsts. Um, before I dive into some of the stories I want to share and things, i just kind of give you a little background on me. Shout out from Columbus, Ohio. It's where I'm living, where I have lived for the last 20 some odd years, rather not say, because I'm getting closer to that big 3-0 and it's really depressing. Another reason why I'm drinking, but I don't have any hobbies, so I figured why not talk about me drinking you know, I get home from work, work out maybe, watch some reality TV, Bravo is my favorite favorite channel I don't know about anyone else out there but uh live a pretty uh, standard boring life so I figure why not talk about it everyone well not everyone mostly everyone drinks a lot of my friends do anyhow hopefully you're listening but yeah so I just figure why not go ahead and talk about it um tonight I'm actually drinking I uh jumped on that good old keto bandwagon. I don't know why I decided to start a drinking podcast when I'm rather restricted on what I'm drinking and consuming in general. But anyhow, I decided to go ahead and crack open the last Michelob Ultra in the fridge. You know, it's pretty good for keto. It's 2.6 carbs, only 95 calories, only takes a couple to get a little fucked up. Works for me. So cheers, blink, you know, blink, I don't know, anyway, so yeah, drinking some Michelob Ultra, talking about my dad's liquor cabinet, that's kind of where it all stems from, uh, first memories if I think back, way, way back, living in good old Westerville, Ohio, uh, think back and you know my family we're i was brought up around alcohol it was just something that was so consistent in our household family gatherings parties it's a sunday morning who fucking cares to have a drink when i got home from school oh my god when i got home from school growing up my mom would always make us chocolate milk right good old nestle's and she'd always sing the little jingle if you don't know it um Maybe I'll sing it sometime. Not today. I'm not ready for that yet. Uh, But anyhow, she would always make us chocolate milk. And us being my older brothers, uh, they're twins, hardly from twins, but they're twins, uh, six years older than me. And we would get home from school and every day there would be a glass of chocolate milk waiting for us in the freezer. And I can remember one day I got home. I think my mom was still at work. If she was working at the time, any oh, she wasn't home. Anyway, and I got into her chocolate milk and my God, was it so damn good. So damn good. And she comes home and, you know, her chocolate milk's, the chocolate milk's gone from the freezer and she comes and asks me about it. Longer story short, it was a mudslide. I think that was my first accidental experience with alcohol. Um, I guess that's my only accidental experience with alcohol. That's a correction. Uh from then that point on, I think I was pretty much doomed. But my dad on my dad had this huge ass liquor cabinet, guys. And I don't you know, it was nothing super fancy. We had a wet bar in the basement. Kind of. Uh it, like I said, nothing fancy, but There was this probably four or five foot wide cabinet, two feet deep, and it was just filled top to bottom, shelf by shelf with just bottles and bottles of alcohol. And I can remember probably being real curious, you know, around 11 or so, you know, I see my brothers, they're 17 now they're going, they're almost done with high school. They're living that dream. God bless them. Uh so I can remember climbing up onto the counter to get into the cabinet and I have no idea what I'm looking at. I'm opening bottles, I'm smelling them. And the first time that you smell real whiskey, my god. You you turn away. You turn away, my friend. You go running. And uh I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. So but that's not what I drank. I put that back because let's be real. It, it That's earth shattering that smell. So I open up the peppermint schnapps. And if you're following on my Instagram, um, you may have seen that I wanted to share a story about peppermint schnapps. So it smells delicious, has a little bit of a licorice, um, like a black licorice star of a smell to it. But that peppermint it's I've always loved peppermint. And I thought I would take a drink of it. It wasn't bad. Why not have some more? And it, it, kind, it came to a point where every day I would just kind of sneak down there after school and just have a little sip or smell it or something. I was, it made me want to brush my teeth more, I guess. It was just peppermint. Like I said, always been in love with peppermint but there came a time i was in middle school at this point and i start god, god damn, i'll probably regret saying this there was a point where i started um you know bringing it to school you know i would t- <laughs> i would grab a water bottle and pour sierra mist of all things pour sierra mist and peppermint schnapps into a bottle and somehow i it tasted good to me i don't think it would now but i took it to school and i thought i was the shit i I didn't know if i was drunk if i was my friends knew because they wanted to be part of my party even the friends that weren't my friends wanted to be part of my party and So I kind of became uh, the shit <laughs> during that grade of school. I was seventh or eighth. I can't even fucking remember, but yeah. And it, it came to a point where every day, everyone's like, "Lexi, you know, how you doing today?" Just to just saying hi, so they could ask, you know, well, not even ask, just kind of reach for my bottle. I didn't mind sharing. I wasn't paying for it then. Shit's expensive. Maybe not schnapps, but alcohol's fucking expensive. Ugh. So anyway, that's one of many stories uh, that I have. Something I thought that would be really fun to do uh, on this series or this podcast, I should say, is telling some of your stories. Uh, so I found a couple that I I found two, so exactly a couple that I thought it would be fun to share Uh, some of them, I really just read like the first couple sentences and those are the ones I picked. So I haven't read them through all the way, but we'll see how this goes. So snuggle in, uh, get your refreshments pause if you need it. And, uh, if not, let's get this ball rolling. The stories I'm sharing tonight, I actually got off of Reddit.com. If you uh, Google has everything, let me fucking tell you. Well, Reddit has everything. I did a search for what was your d- first drunk experience like. Thought, uh, since you know it's going to be fitting for tonight's episode, um, full transparency. I read the first couple of sentences and was like, yep, that sounds great. Haven't fully read them through. So sorry for what is to come, uh, but not my stories. So Fuck it. This first story is coming from Best Zyra. In their own words. Again, what was your first drunk experience like? Uh, Pretty fun. It was the ninth grade at my friend Tom's, fake name, uh, Tom's house. Three of us snuck down to his dad's liquor cabinet, who would have fucking guessed, literally, his dad's liquor cabinet, and made some super delicious... Mixed drinks consisting of rum, gin, brandy, and (laughs) fucking Mountain Dew. (laughs) We had a full Poland spring. I will have to Google that for later. If you happen to know, please uh, hit me up and, and give me the info. Give me the intel. A fucking, a full Poland spring. Anyway. Started drinking a bottle, and within an hour, I was super fucked up. We video chatted, making me feel real old. Okay, shut the fuck up. And a bunch of girls from our class on iChat. Okay, yeah, shut the fuck up. You had fucking iChat growing up. Can we talk about that? Can we talk about that? In ninth grade, I think I just got a cell phone. And it was that fucking Nokia brick You can do some damage with that, but I digress. All right, we video chatted with a bunch of girls from our class on iChat and tried to get, (laughs) trying to get them to show us our boobs. They all refused, so I decided to show one or two of them my goat. My stomach literally just did a somersault. That's fucking disgusting. (laughs) Thanks, Zyra, In parentheses, uh, notated balls and asshole. No woman wants to see that. I don't think men want to see that either. No one. Nope. No one. No one wants to see that unless you're fucking watching waiting because then it's expected and it's comically funny on video chat. I don't think it. I don't think so. Uh, after a bit, we got bored and I went. to <laughs> God damn it. After a bit, we got bored and I went to take a shit. Halfway through my dump, my other friend Jack came in and started tug Hold on. Okay, yeah. I told you guys. I didn't read these all the way through. Um, halfway through my dump, my other friend Jack came in and started tugging on my dick for a few seconds. <laughs> he looked me in the eye, let go of my dick. And did one of those Irish heel-clicking dance moves and then left. (laughs) And he ends it with, we never spoke of it again. I would fucking hope not. You know, for being that fucked up, um, you remember quite a bit of it. Then again, that's kind of an earth-shattering moment. Uh, So if you didn't remember that, (laughs) you were just fucking gone. But... (sighs) You know, any younger listeners out there, which I hope there aren't too many, there's a lot of adult content in this podcast, um, take some notes. No goat. Girls aren't going to show their tits. Thanks, Zyra. That is the best. The second story that I'm going to be sharing, again, it's from Reddit. Uh, It's coming out from Corporal Carrot. Hi, Corporal. Um, Starts off and, as always, in their own words. 17 years old. Grabbed my sister's friend's fat titty out in front of the entire party, repeatedly. It was even weirder because she was, like, 24 and didn't really seem to care what I was doing. She just laughed and went along with it. Looking back now, I'm really baffled that she was totally cool with some wasted high school nerd fondle the shit out of her tits in front of everyone. At the time, I'm sure I thought I had made, mad made, he said made at the time I thought I had made game. I'm going to edit corporal and say that he meant mad at the time. I'm sure I thought I had mad game and was on my way to get some action (laughs) Shudders. I love how he narrates his own story. I'm assuming it's a he, but anyway. Later on in the night, uh, after even more drinking, my best friend informs me that she was fucking my older brother in the back of the house. Naturally, I felt the urge to go and investigate this matter myself. She was supposed to be with me, after all. Very animated, this guy. Or maybe I'm just giving him his animation. Either way. I was only supposed to... I was the one who was playing tetherball with her rack for 10 minutes, so obviously she owed me something. Okay. No. No. And no. Owes you nothing. You got to play with her tits for 10 minutes. You owe her nothing. (sighs) Anyway. So I stormed off towards the back room, barrel on in through the door, flipping the lights on, and sure enough, there she was, ass naked, sitting plumply on my very naked brother. Plumply. Plumply? That's not a very nice adjective. Plumply. Let that sit in. Plumply. It goes on. Oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. No one says a word. Everyone in the room is completely dumb fuck founded at what to do. We just froze in place for a solid five seconds while I'm while I'm caught deer in the headlights, staring at her. L- <laughs> I caught deer in the headlights staring at her lumpy ass spilling over my brother's spread eagle legs (laughs) as his ascended perky ball sack honing down on me and I just can't stop staring. Fuck! Okay, hold on. I'm just gonna pause for a second. Do we think that this is real? If it is, Very great storytelling. If it's not, still very great storytelling. Okay, I'll continue. Finally, my drunken bravado kicks back in, and I managed to blurt out a very slurred thanks for fucking my brother, bitch. Oh, my dad just came through. I calmly turn around and walk out. Three steps out the door, I realized they had been fucking less than six inches away from my brand new Stingray five bass guitar. And I had taken me almost three years to save up for it. Fuck it. So I turn around, walk back into the room, give an awkward half wave, grab my bass and leave one more time. This happened about six years ago and my brother and I have yet to ever acknowledge that this ever happened because it probably fucking didn't. I saw his balls. He fucked a ham planet. Ham planet? So it's not worth bringing up. Okay, I need your guys' help again. Uh, This term, uh, spelled H-A-M as in Mary, P-L-A-N-E-T, hamplet. Uh, I need a definition Please and thank you. Okay, Corporal. You know, even if they're fake, keep those stories coming because it's fun to talk about. Very descriptive. Very descriptive. Um, I guess. Sorry about your base, but I mean, it's it could have been a lot worse. But damn, well, those were some fun stories. I wish I had more to share. Um, please send in any stories that you'd love to share. Uh, gonna hopefully come up with some more themes for my episodes. So, you know, as you're sending your stories in to make sure you, you know, you're as descriptive as, as possible. You know, if you want to remain anonymous, let me know. Uh, you can forward all of your stories to my dad's liquor cabinet at gmail.com, uh, no apostrophe in that, obviously. Uh, I don't think that they allow them in Gmail. I know they don't allow them in Instagram. So go ahead and follow me, my handle on Instagram, my dad's liquor cabinet. Again, no apostrophe All together, one word. Um, and then to help support, you know, the cause and hopefully come up with really great things for the future, you can find me on Patreon as well. Uh, my dad's liquor cabinet with the apostrophe. Um, hopefully, you know, my goal is to make this happen. You know, this is really fun for me to do. And I'd love to start making some stuff, get that stuff in your guys's hands, whatever it may be. Obviously, probably some drinking paraphernalia. It's my thing. But yeah, thanks so much for listening and stay tuned for lots more to come. Also, if you have any fun signature cocktails, I can start mixing up. I'd love to feature them. Uh, always up for trying new things. I love tequila. Love tequila. Um, so anything you can think of with that, uh, 1800 Blanc is my favorite Blanco that whatever the clear shit 1800 is my my jam. Uh, also zero carbs for all those uh, keto people out there. But yeah, hit me up with anything, send your stories, send your recipes, and I'll be talking to you soon. Bye guys.